Hey guys, my name is Kai and I am a heroin addict. Uh, you know, um, I got 15 minutes or 10, right? 10? All right, cool. All right, so I wasn't nervous until they like, until I looked at everybody. So, um, respect. Okay, anyway, so I have a right. Well, I work AA, um, but I am a heroin addict, but just, I, that's the program that I choose to work is AA. So I have a sobriety date of February 21st, 2018. And it um, took me uh, about 10 years to get three years. Um, I've been in and out since I was 20, you know, and, um, you know, I just always like, um, ever since I was little, I just was full of fear and anger and self-pity. And I played the victim very, very well. I, um, I grew up from a, a household of, a, an addict mom and an alcoholic dad and a PTSD dad as well. And so like, I grew up with a very, very, a lot of violence, a lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol, a lot of men and women out of my house all the time, you know, and, uh, I remember at a very young age, I was like, probably like eight. Um, I was on a school bus and this kid just looked at me really like, like looked at me, right? And to me, he looked at me wrong. So I decided to jump him, right? And then next thing you know, I was riding the short bus. <laughs> that was kind of cool because I had seatbelts, right? Anyways, so, uh, you know, so I just remember at the very young age, I was just always angry, right? And um, I was always trying to fit in. And as soon as I got introduced to uh, my first thing was, uh, was weed, right? That gateway, that gateway drug, just smoked a little weed, thought it was cool. You know, went to school, uh, told everybody I was smoking weed where I can get friends, right? And um, just to feel like a part of someone, you know? And um, that's where a little bit, I, uh, I, I, um, I got uh, introduced to uh, uh, Adderall when I was uh, 16. Someone's, uh, my doctor gave it to me and uh, I was playing uh, soccer one time and um, I was the goalie, right? And uh, I took like two of those because one of my friends said, if you take two, you feel, feel really good. So they cool. I took two. Needs to say I was playing field, like midfield, forward, anything but the goal. Right. Uh, and my coach, I was even on the bench at some point. I don't know. Anyways, my coach, said, you just got to sit down, man. And I was like, no, I feel fine. You know, I was shaking up and down. Like I felt I felt like I was OK because the outside of not feeling like not feeling a part of was gone, you know that feeling of uselessness, that feeling of self-pity was, was gone. And I felt like I was okay for the first time. And then like, that's where a little bit, I broke my ankle really bad in soccer. And that's when I met my master, uh, pain pills. And the pain pills shortly later, like maybe like a month later, it turned into heroin. Um, it didn't take, it wasn't very long for me, you know? Um, so I got introduced to the program when I was 20 from H and I, um, I was in, I don't know what you guys call, I'm from Georgia, so we call it, I went to, uh, you call it 5150 here, I think, we call it 1013 in Georgia, and uh, I thought it was really cool, 1013, you know, I thought it was cool, and then I realized that they're gonna put me in a padded room, I was like, oh shit, you know, and um, you know, that just started like my whole thing, you know, and they, and the HI came in, and they plant that seed, you know, at first I was just going to go in the meetings because they, the people at HI was, or the meeting was saying, you know, I got the car, I got the girl, and I was like, cool, I like cars. I like girls, uh, you know, I, you know, I just wanted to go to, to get that stuff, right. That material stuff, like a job, because I never could hold a job at all. Like I was like, I didn't even know what a job was. Um, you know, so I did that whole like back and forth thing, you know, and a uh, 30 day shuffle, I'll get 30 days. And then they told me to start doing the steps. Right. And I always struggle with the third step. Um, this time when I came into the program, my, my sponsor put it to me very simple. You had faith in that dope man when you were sitting in there waiting for him to show up, right? I was like, yeah, I had all the faith in the world. I was sitting there for hours. He's like, all right, how, how about you putting some faith into a higher power in this program? It's the same thing, you, you know? 
And I was like, okay, you know, and I, it didn't click to me, of course, because I went back out, right? And this time I came from Georgia and I, I Googled a place out here. I had no idea what I was doing. I Googled a place in Pasadena. Uh, it was turned out to be a homeless shelter. And then I was like, okay, cool. I'm just, I'm doomed to use. This is what it is, you know? And uh, they're all using. And then uh, there's this girl, once again, that's my other addiction, girl. And she was like, uh, you should come use with me. I was like, okay. You know, and uh, next thing you know, it, I, uh, she, uh, she told me, it's, it's a weird story, but she told me that, uh, she's like, hey, you should shoot heroin in your eye. I was like, what? I was like, yeah. I, I, will you stick with me? You know, it's really bad. She's like, yeah. I was like, okay, deal. So I did it. Uh, needless to say, it didn't hurt. It didn't work the first time. So insanity, I tried it again. Um, now I can't see good out my left eye. It's, that's you know another story for another day. Um, <laughs> You know, and then I knew I, I knew I had a problem. I was like, okay, I'm doing it in my eye now. Not even worrying about my arms anymore. There's 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 a problem. Uh, and then I realized that I found this place called Impact, uh, and they were just like throwing a book at you, right? And I knew what I had to do, and I had like that, that desperation, you know, for the first time in a very long time. I knew that I didn't want to live that way anymore, and I had to do something different, you know. So I picked up a sponsor, and uh. I finally got that third step that this time um, in my program, I finally got that third step down, you know, and I, you know, everybody's like the fourth step, the ninth step, you know, it's so scary. But that third step, I feel like that's the biggest one. You, I feel like you can't get like the other steps good until you get that third step, you know, that connection with a higher power, you know, and I was watching 21 Jump Street and they were like, you know, Korean Jesus, I really don't want to mess this up. You know, I was like, cool, I'm struggling with a higher power. I don't like God. God is God is bad. He hates me. I was like, Korean Jesus, that's my higher power. So I called my sponsor. I was like, I, I got a higher power. He's like, yeah, what is it? I was like, Korean Jesus. He's like, all right, whatever throws your vote, right? You know, so me and KJ, we've been going all out uh, for three years now. And um, that's my dude. I, I put it in my big book, KJ, and the word God. You know, I had to dumb it down because, like, I, I came in here thinking I knew everything. Every time my sponsor told me to do something, I was like, I know, I know. He's like, no, you don't know shit. You know, I'm sorry. I don't know if it cuss or not. Okay, cool. Anyways, you don't know, you know, you don't know anything. You don't know anything because if you know something, you wouldn't be here. And, um, you know, a little part of my, I struggled for a long time because a little part of my story is, uh, I like to tell this part of my story because I feel like you need to be your authentic self. And you need to, you need to be who you really truly are. You know, um, I was born a female, right? I identify as a male and being from South Georgia, that's not, that's not cool. Uh, I'm a Southern Baptist background. My, my brother-in-law beat the shit out of me when I came out. You know, um, I, I couldn't, like all those years, I was lying to myself on who I really was. And I was thinking that drugs and alcohol was gonna fix how I felt on the inside. And I thought that that was the thing, you know? And then I came in this program and they just told me just to be yourself and, and, and rely on that higher power and, and just do what you gotta do to make you feel okay. Sometimes you got, it's a selfish program. I feel like in my opinion, like, you know, and uh, as soon as I started identifying as who I am and who I thought I was, all that, all that outside noise is gone. You know, um, I still struggle with it today. I saying this in front of like a bunch of men, but you know what, that's my truth. And that's who I am. And I just, one day I just, I continue to tell this truth because I know there's gonna be someone struggling in here they're gonna be able to like not feel like who they really are. And I feel like if I don't speak up and I don't say that, then I'm not helping someone else. And I feel like this program is all about 
clean house, help others, right? And I know that one day that I'm going to be able to help someone like they help me, you know? And um, I just continue to do what I got to do, and you know, and uh, back it up a little bit. You know, I never had a job. I barely graduated high school. Uh, I could barely read when I came in here. I learned how to read from these readings. Um, when I came in here, I could tell you what kind of shoes you had on, what kind of laces you had on, and, uh, and all that, right? Because I couldn't look you in the eye, and I sure as hell couldn't look myself in the eye. I was that type of person that brushed her teeth and, you know, the toothpaste all over the window or the mirror, I mean, you know, because I couldn't, I couldn't even do that, you know, and this program and working these steps, I was able to, that fourth step, I was able to feel like, uh, feel like I, uh, I, you know, I realized that I hurt them more than they hurt me. That nine step, I was able to make those amends. I even made those amends to my brother-in-law who beat the crap out of me because I did have a part. I used that part to, to run and use and hide and continue to kill myself. You know, that was my part in it. You know, and um, today and like three years ago, I welcomed death and I was ready to die. You know, I was cool with it. Today, I live a life beyond my wildest dreams. I'm able to keep a job that trusts me with our debit card, which I actually have in my pocket that I didn't mean to take. Anyways, um, but I can be accountable today. And um, I come with a phone number and I'm willing to help anyone. And uh, thanks for letting me share.